Hey guys, it's Amina and I'm the host of the Lifestyle of Amelie podcast and today's episode is the first ever podcast episode which I'm going to talk about crime, which I'm totally fascinated with, which is super weird, but anyways, today's podcast episode I'm going to talk about Andre Montgomery and how Tim Norman may have killed him, so let's get into it. I'll be right back after this ad and then I'll talk about, you know, his murder, what happened, and how his uncle literally took out a $400,000 life insurance policy on him so let's get into it okay guys so andre montgomery was killed in march 14th 2016 and he was at a recording studio he stepped out he took a phone call and then you know the rest is he got shot and he got fatally killed so andre montgomery was a nephew of tim norman and tim norman was on the show welcome to sweetie pies which was a really big tv show well reality tv show in the late 2010s it got ended due to many reasons mostly family drama and all that stuff but i'm gonna read this article from fox news so you guys can really know what happened and stuff like that gonna give you guys my thoughts what's happening with this whole case or whatever and yeah let's get into it so a star of the own series welcome to sweetie pies has been charged by federal authorities in alleged murder for hire plot against his 18 year old nephew James Timothy Norman, 41, who appeared on a reality series about the family-owned restaurant which charged with conspiracy to use interstate commerce facilities in the commission of a murder-for-hire plot with an exotic dancer named Terrica Ellis. According to a federal complaint summarized in a press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office in Missouri, Norman's nephew, Andre Montgomery, was shot and killed on March 14, 2016. According to the release, Norman is accused of, of obtaining a $450,000 life insurance policy on his nephew, which listed himself as a sole beneficiary. Guys, this is so many words. But pretty much, to summarize like the first paragraph, excuse that, because I can't read like so many words at w- once. But to summarize what happened, if you guys don't know, if you guys didn't watch the show, but Timothy, aka Tim on the show, he had... A baby mama and he has a son but you know his baby mama accused him <laughs> that sounds so weird saying that but she accused him of abuse she accused him of cheating and all of this stuff and it came out that you know he was with a stripper at the time his nephew was killed so with life insurance policies you're always going to have the person that's going to get the money so the person that got the money after he was killed was timothy on his nephew's life insurance policy i don't know why he is the sole benefactor of his life insurance policy when isn't his parents, his grandparents, which is so weird. So it kind of is like, hmm. So I'm going to get back to the article. So after doing so, Norman and his exotic dancer allegedly traveled to St. Louis, Missouri separately. Montgomery was in St. Louis at the time. On March 14th, Norman and Ellis activated temporary phones that they used to communicate with each other throughout the day. Ellis also used the phone to communicate with Montgomery to obtain his location in the city. Later that day, Montgomery was shot and killed. Ellis's phone location information placed her in the vicinity of the murder at the time of the homicide. Immediately following Montgomery's murder, Ellis placed a call to Norman and then it began to travel to Memphis, Tennessee, the release states. So we're going to do one more paragraph and then I'll take a break. In the days following Montgomery's murder, Norman placed in $9,000 in cash to various bank accounts in which Ellis had access. People reports that the dancer had a negative balance on her account prior to March 14th. So pretty much, I guess he got, you know, money right after he 
got killed um the victim which was only 18 years old he was a really good kid by the way guys and i looked at some old video footage when tim was like looking at the place him and his mom was like looking at the place where he got killed his nephew and he literally had like no remorse it was super duper scary second his mugshot was released and he had no remorse as well he was literally smiling in the picture like why would you be smiling in a mugshot if your nephew gets killed at only 18 years old so the exotic dancer um the proper way to say stripper but um Zog Dancer, like they said, literally had a negative balance in her account. So, Tim gave her some money, which I don't know why, but it's super weird. I also want to add to this that her phone was actually pinging literally the same location where he passed away. The nephew. So, this is super weird. Um, But let's just get back into this. So, one week after his nephew's death, Norman attempted to collect on a life insurance policy, but was unable to produce the necessary documents. He made several more attempts, but was still unable to obtain the money. Ellis was also charged with conspiracy to interstate commerce facilities and the commission of the murder-for-hire resulting in death. The St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department Homicide Section and the FBI are investigating the charges. U.S. Attorney Jeff Jensen called an extensive investigation. So I want to tell you guys this. So when you take out a life insurance policy on someone, don't know why you would do it when he's so young, 18 years old. So obviously, you know, he was planning to do it. But when you plan to get money from life insurance, you don't get it that quick. I want you guys to know that. So if you are um, a wannabe person that is evil listening to this or anybody, you guys need to know that whenever a life insurance policy is taken on someone, you don't get the money that fast. You have to upload documents sometimes you don't get money from life insurance until years after the death because they had to confirm that you know there's many cases for example let's get into it um say someone in your family gets poisoned but one of your other family members actually did it so if the murderer wants to get life insurance policy money you know the life insurance policy the case has to be closed. It has to have all, you know, the details confirming that they were poisoned by accident. You know, it could have been food and stuff like that. So, you know, life insurance money is not easy to get. So he was trying to get $450,000 from his nephew's life insurance policy right after he died. So first, you're not even guilty about your nephew passing away, which is super scary. So days after... And they're like a day after he'd passed away, you're like calling life insurance, like, where's my money? Where's my money? So first of all, that is suspect. So the life insurance agent is probably like, hmm, you know, let me call the police because this is super duper scary. Second of all, it's like you can't get life insurance money that fast. Maybe you'll get it like a couple months or a year after, you know, the case is closed and they're just like, you know, we don't know who killed him, stuff like that. You know, maybe we'll work on the money after, but it's like. You're working with your mother on her restaurant, which is pretty big. It's franchise and several other locations. And it's like you're so desperate to get money with an exotic dancer. Um, not judging anyone that does that, but I'm saying that you weren't concerned about being in your son's life, that you'd rather kill your nephew and you're going to be in jail, most likely for the rest of your life, and you probably won't ever see your son again. Just saying. Like, this is just super weird. Um, I definitely think he did it. The evidence like um adds up and everything. Like I said, the exotic dancer that he was with, I think she was his girlfriend or whatever. So her phone literally pinged off the same like location where he got killed. So 
if you guys don't know, phones, you know, have locations on it. So whenever you go to like the mall, a concert, whatever, your phone is going to ping off the locations where you're at. So if you ever see like those tall, I don't want to say buildings, but like they look, they're like really skinny and they have like lights and stuff on it. Whenever when you're passing by, those only track your phones. So it's super weird. I don't know what I what to call them, but that's where your phone pings off. So like, let's say for example, um, an event happens at the mall and something bad really happens, like a really bad event, God forbid. And the murderer comes in and has his phone. So the murderer comes back, he gets investigated, he's like, I'm not at the lo- I wasn't there, blah, blah, blah. But his phone pinged off that location. Second scenario, excuse the bus in the background. Second scenario, say, you know, another murderer um, killed like a whole family. Um, but he didn't have his phone with him. His phone was at his house. So he can say, my phone wasn't pinging off the location where the family's house was like 10 miles away. My phone was at home. Pretty much, you guys know the vibes. But I'm going to keep you guys updated with this whole case. This case is super duper weird. I'm super surprised that they're like digging up all this evidence after four years. He was only 18 years old. And the whole family was like super affected by this. Like he was a really good kid. He was only 18 years old. He kind of graduated college this year. And his uncle was money hungry. So I definitely think he did it. Like I said, he was smiling in the mugshot. But it's super weird how you never know how people are. First of all, the dude just really weird. I don't know how people didn't suspect him right after his nephew died. Like, you just really weird. Uh, you have a weird energy to you. Like, you can tell, like, people's energy in their pictures. And it's just like, ooh, ooh, child, the ghetto. But um, I'm going to keep you guys updated with this whole case. Um, Do I think he's going to get arrested? Yeah. I mean, they're digging up, like, a lot of murder cases now in 2020. 2020 is, like, the year of, like, closing all these cases. So I really hope that, you know, they put this man give him justice this poor victim but you know like i said i keep you guys updated don't forget to follow me on instagram and twitter at amina lee we can you know talk and chat on there and don't forget to donate to this podcast as well link in bio well not link in bio it's a link in the podcast but you'll see it in the description but anyways thank you guys so much for listening and i'll be back with another podcast episode tomorrow peace bye and blessings